0: Hello and welcome to the Investors Realty MN Podcast. My name is Lisa
1: Atkinson. I'm a realtor and a general contractor. And I'm Maureen McGarry. I'm the Investors Realty MN broker. And today we have in studio Ron
0: Walsh and Tricia George with entitled We are so glad you're here. Um, Ron is an attorney. And owns and title and Trisha, you're one of the cl- closers that we have used um, a lot yes. in, in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're here to talk about title. What does it mean? How do you get it? Who has it? Who doesn't? <laughs> Anything else that we can think of that's fun?
2: Well, there's not a lot of fun.
0: <laughs>
2: we can't dress it up.
0: <laughs> well, let's <be> honest here. <laughs> All right. Well, the goal is high. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Uh, yes. Well, why don't you just Tell us a little bit, a bit about yourself, Ron and and about the company and, you know, where you're located and offices, things like that.
3: You don't want to talk about the company? It's your I company. <laughs> <laughs> don't be shy,
2: Ron. I, I can certainly start. Uh, we're we're a, a small title insurance agency. Uh, we're based in uh, Bloomington and Blaine, but we serve the metro area. Uh, we close uh, transactions for consumers, investors. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes lenders are our, are our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all parties to these transactions, which involve uh, making sure that uh, we can tell people who owns the property and what the uh, priority is for any liens that are going to be placed on the property.
0: Perfect, because a mortgage is really a lien.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it I think is. of it that way.
0: You forgot Egan.
2: Well, that's right. We have a new location in Egan as well. Where's that?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Do you have the the address? I don't know it. (laughs)
2: I've never been there.
0: Oh. All right. Soon to be coming Bloomington, Egan, and Blaine. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay.
2: That's where the bricks and mortar are.
0: Yeah. And that's where you go. When you are purchasing a property, you have to go to a title company to close, or yep. to actually... Well, well,
2: buying or selling, a realtor is going to send you to a company like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're using a lender or not, you typically will go through a closing company. Sure. And, uh, you know, our job is to assist you and your clients to make the transaction complete and let your buyer clients know that when they're all done and they've paid their money, that they have good, clean title to the property.
0: That's really important, and, you know, uh, Investors Realty MN works really exclusively with investors. We're looking to help um, investors buy and flip and or buy and hold investment property, and we want to make sure that what they buy um, actually ends up being theirs. So right. I mean, they need title insurance to protect their investment. So, tell tell us a little bit about title insurance. If you give us your elevator speech on what it is and why it's important, you know, what would you say, what you said earlier? The
2: the point of title insurance is to give the buyer and the lender a peace of mind that in fact, they do own the property and that uh, from the lender standpoint that they have the ability, if they need to, if they need to foreclose and take their property back through the foreclosure process, that they will, in fact, become the owner of the property themselves so that they could sell the property again and get their money back.
0: So it's peace of mind for the buyer and any mortgage company. Yes. Because you want to make sure that if you are spending that money to buy a property, that you actually own it. Yes. Yeah. So Absolutely. title insurance... Um, gives that peace of mind and so when I work with a buyer and marine works with a buyer and we have a purchase agreement in hand we will send our agreement over to Tricia and she will start uh, helping us work towards that closing and Tricia talk a little
3: bit about what your job is once you get a contract for uh, a property sent to you. So for closing the buyer side, we start with doing title work to issue a commitment for either the lender or the owner, or both, if you're getting a lender's policy or an owner's policy. Um, and then whoever's closing the seller side of the transaction, it may be me or it may be another closer, mm-hmm. um, then has to try to clear that title before we can close. And that usually involves getting a payoff of the current mortgage or getting a dues letter for the HOA things sure. like that. So you know how much money has to be dispersed to the
0: current mortgage. Yep, so
3: the lender will yep. actually satisfy
0: their lien yep. on title. Mm-hmm. And you said that um, the mortgage company wants insurance and also the owner, the new buyer might get a title insurance.
3: Uh, yeah, I, owner's policy is always optional mm-hmm. um, but we highly suggest it because like I said you need to un- protect your investment and if some unforeseen issue happens on title and you lose the property, you know, your money is still insured and you get that. So just bag. to be clear,
1: a buyer pays for the lender's policy. That's true. But that isn't their policy, they no. need an owner's policy yeah. to cover their So I know that sometimes my buyers have been confused, they've said, no I'm already buying that, it's right here, and that's not, that's you get the pleasure of buying that for the mortgage company, correct? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> they require you to buy it.
3: Yes. Um, but that protects their investment. That doesn't protect your investment. So is this a monthly fee that I pay for this insurance? It is a one-time fee when you close. Is and it that thousands is... and thousands of dollars? Well, it depends on your purchase price. <laughs> but let's say <laughs> but you usually
1: have a $250,000 $250, home. What do you think that is? A couple Which, hundred bucks. Yeah. $350,000, Yeah, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's peace of mind. One time I pay it at closing uh-huh. and, and I have it for the life of the loan. For as long as... For as long as you own the, own the property. property. Right. It's an
0: owner's policy. Right. Yeah.
3: Because yeah. you can go and refi and get rid of the original loan, and you're still covered with your oh, right. owner's
1: policy. Okay. Good to know. Yeah.
2: It's well, it, it's it's a really good value. And as we've mm-hmm. come to learn, as, as it's been explained to us, what we're insuring is against the past. Mm-hmm. You know, your your, your homeowners and your, your your car insurance, for example, is protecting against things in the future that we can't see. Whereas our insurance tends to look backwards in time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. part of our role is to clean up the past. If there are any issues, mm-hmm. those are the things that we come to the table with and say, you know, when Trish talks about clearing title, um, s- some of those things to clear up are within the last, you know, two three years. Some might be twenty years old, yeah. But they're items that our, you know, our information tells us have to be cleaned up, so that when we take your money. Okay, <laughs> we we feel, and our underwriter feels confident that you know we're never going to hear from each other again. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs>
1: that's not <laughs> <about> the case. <laughs> so,
2: well, the point being, right. the point being right. that we've got you to you know to that, um, what would you call it? To, you know, the, to that uh, current state where there's no issues. You know, you own it in fee, which means you mm-hmm. own it free and clear, and your lender has a first lien position, and you guys go forward with your business mm-hmm. and. You know, there's no, no claims made.
1: So what's a common thing that you see that would come up when you're doing a title search that could potentially be a problem? Hmm.
2: Well, there's, there's usually the, the current owner has got a current mortgage. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Okay. So that'll show up.
2: Yeah. And that's, that's not, you know, uh, unusual. It's not a surprise to anyone. But we still have to identify who is now the holder of that mortgage it could have been assigned okay mm-hmm. could have, the bank could have been taken over and then somebody else is managing the money mm-hmm. or, you know that that account mm-hmm. but that, that's an easy one to spot mm-hmm. and then we have to contact them and arrange for a payoff that's what, what people like well, persons like tricia will do is mm-hmm. they'll you know engage that lien holder mm-hmm. in that conversation to get a, a written payoff mm-hmm. and that's something that goes on their their uh, on their closing disclosure statement here's where you know here's where the money's going we're paying off u.s bank you know Mm -hmm. 100 grand
3: Mm -hmm. Um, surprising things that can pop up are really old mortgages from prior owners that mm. just are obviously paid off Mm -hmm. but they just the lender never satisfied them so we either have to go back to whoever did the last closing and get a letter of indemnity or try to get a satisfaction Do you ever, um, see any mechanics liens or judgments or collections that are? Judgments, um, judgments often just because we search by name and a lot of people have the same names and Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that they're, their judgments. Um, we just have to, you know, have them sign an affidavit of non ID or if it is theirs, we have to get a payoff for the judgment.
1: Mm -hmm. So I know my husband has a problem. He has a very common name and, um. We name I them? won't repeat it. <laughs> I have several names for him, but I won't repeat them. Um, but he always has. Whenever we try to do anything, he has. One time he had a garbage collection for like three hundred <laughs> and fifty dollars. to his name, yeah, but, but and was his
2: no. or a similar name?
1: It was a similar name, but it's his. Uh, his first thought, which I've heard from clients too in the past, is, "Oh my gosh, am I going to have to pay this thing off? It doesn't belong to me." And yeah. it's a simple. Affidavit that they sign at closing that says, "That's not mine. That's like I, am a, not I, I, I am
0: not the garbage hauler. I'm not Mister So and So who owes a
2: lot of money. <laughs> I
3: didn't pay for my garbage.
2: I pay my bills.
3: <laughs> right. I get. I get it too. I. I mm-hmm. Not that I have a common name. Just one lady out there keeps getting judgments.
1: <laughs>
3: uh, so and so. But that's easily cleaned up. That's easily cleaned up, and mostly, if you have a lender, we can verify with the lender that it's not on your credit report. It's obviously not yours. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. But what if it's a judgment that's held by a creditor? It's you know, it's under ten years old, so it's still valid. But that creditor maybe gave up and moved away, and Mm -hmm. now yeah, you can't find them. Mm -hmm. Now what do you do? Well, I don't know. What do you do? Well, there is a process in which if you've made a diligent search, you can pay that money to the court. Oh, Ooh. okay. okay. What do they do with it? Well, they Go will... Go No. They <laughs> That's how they get
1: their money. Come <laughs> on. Hey, this guy just brought me <laughs> 800 so bucks. I is, didn't well, this is one of
2: those examples of where the money is paid into the district court, and they will also make their attempt at the last known address for the plaintiff, the mm-hmm. creditor, mm-hmm. You know, based on their records. Mm-hmm. And if that comes back as, uh, you know, undeliverable, they can't find him. Well, that's the type of money that then gets turned over to the state. And they put that in the newspaper. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll hear and about if it's that. not claimed, can they, they get it back? No, you mm, had, no. You had they, the, the state will send out once a year. They said they publish a notice. Yeah. This is, here's our unclaimed property.
1: I got some one time. No. <laughs> yes, I did. 156 yes, dollars. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: One check made out to Marine McGarry. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so for, for, from our from our standpoint, though, what we're allowed to get then, or we're, we're able to get is then the the district court will then satisfy that judgment. Oh,
0: perfect. Interesting.
2: Okay. And so then it becomes a personal issue. You know that plaintiff, the creditor, needs to, you know, they need, need to pay attention to their business. Right. And exactly. But 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 we're able to get our client freed up so that they can go forward. They've paid the debt, and they, they can move on with the property being free of that.
0: So how long does it take to, um, by the time I, Marina, or I, send over a purchase agreement to you, Tricia, how long do you need to do all the work you need to do to close? Because sometimes our our investor clients are buying something with cash, um, and they want to um, put the best foot forward when they're making an offer, and some, a quick closing date is something that a lot of sellers are looking for. But how do we make sure we're giving you enough time to do what you need to do
3: i usually tell people um if it's within the metro a week is usually enough time to get your commitment done um now if it's clear can't promise that i can't promise that it won't postpone the closing if you did set it a week out mm-hmm. um if it's clear then we close if it's not then we clear we it? Get a little more time yeah
2: okay lisa you need to ask one of us what a commitment is <laughs>
0: Ron, <laughs> does it have to be me or can Marine ask you?
2: Well, you seem to be driving the bus. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to my world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I'm driving the bus. What's the yeah. commitment?
2: Well, as uh, what Trish said, it takes about a week to get the commitment back. Well, the mm-hmm. commitment is that that's just the insurance industry uh, verbiage, if you will, for the, the uh, results of the abstracting, Okay. Okay, Ron. What's abstract? Yeah. Yeah. Abstract. Hey. <laughs> Simple again. words here. Seems yeah, abstract, industry constant. term. He's gonna interview them For you know, our, our people, our, our 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 vendors will go out and review the county records. Mm-hmm. They'll do an inspection of the public records. You know, the tract index, the judgments, uh, the judgment department, they'll do a tax lien search, and f- the results of that then gets distilled down into you know a format that we call a commitment which at the end of the day is really our, it's our roadmap. It tells us what we have to clean up, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's where you're going to find the references to, there's a, here's a prior mortgage or mortgages, could be two or more. Mm -hmm. Here's the judgments, you know, here's uh, here's a notice of a divorce. So maybe it sends us over to the civil side to get copies of the divorce papers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So whatever the public records show is what goes into the commitment.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: In addition to that, we also have people that will go out and do a Mm -hmm. drive-by. And from that, they're going to be generating what we call a plat drawing. Hmm. That plat drawing becomes important because it's going to tell us if the buildings appear to be encroaching upon the boundaries. Know, could be what does
1: encroaching mean, Ron? <laughs> encroaching
2: is when you're either you're on somebody else's property, mm-hmm. or they may be someone else might be on our client's property.
0: So every every property gets a drive by, mm-hmm. and, uh, for, the, for, and the the most,
2: for the most part, there's a visual inspection.
0: Did not know that. Yeah.
2: And usually, it's confirming historical records that the you know the the, the company that does the plant drawings they've got. Most everything already written down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they can do some of this fairly quickly. They can drive by and go, okay, we, you know, this, you know, 123 Smith Street here, we know that, you know, it's a conventional uh, subdivision. The house is generally going to be in the center of the lot. Mm-hmm. We're just going to take a quick look at it, make sure that nothing's encroaching on the The on neighbor didn't line.
3: put a shed over the exactly. Exactly. property line. and or, exactly. or that there's no uh, improvements or the house or anything in any of the easements that are currently on the property. Yeah okay well that is I did not know that so you well probably because you haven't had ones that have encroachments we don't we don't need to tell people about you know a good plat Mm yeah it's fine Mm -hmm. if there's an encroachment then then we tell everyone so one of the things that Maureen and I
0: do ask for is that we get the title commitment sent to us when you have that Mm -hmm. done I don't know do you have other realtors that ask for that too Say no, because we very want to often. be special. You, not very often. You're just very and,
3: attentive, and I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there are a lot of realtors out there that just don't even know what to do with a commitment, and that's not their job, you know, uh, mm. to know what to do with the commitment. So, kind of confuses them more. So, mm-hmm.
1: unless they ask for it, I won't give it to them.
3: <laughs> I always ask for it, and I do that
1: for one reason: to ride your butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week where's my commitment you well you know i know you guys get busy and sometimes there's something hinky on there and i see it yeah way back in the day ron you probably want to close your ears Mm. i used to do a lot of closings for my sellers and so i would you know prepare the documents but um sometimes there's something on there that's Gonna take more than two days to Mm -hmm. get paperwork on, Mm -hmm. and so when I see that, I just give you a quick call or send you an email and say, "Hey, did "Did you you have time to look? Because here's what's up." (laughs) Yeah,
3: and I mean, this for as when it comes to a closer, the seller side is more difficult than the buyer side. Mm -hmm. Really, we do the commitment on the buyer side, but if we're not representing the seller, we don't do anything with it. Right. Right. So the seller's closer is the one that has to clear title and make sure that everything right. is done so
0: but i so we look at it just to see if there's anything hinky right. and then we, go, we call you and say hey go call them <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like this phoned thing
1: and then you talk your title speak with the other title well, i had agent. a closing a, a, a while back and one of the and i the bank that was uh we were trying to get the payoff had some policy where 10 business days for the payoff you know? oh yeah They wouldn't fax it. They wouldn't email it. They wouldn't mail it. It was 10 business days. No exceptions. And unfortunately, the closer didn't look at it until about three days before closing. Mm. So we begged and pleaded. and So whenever I saw that bank, and I can't remember who it is now. It was a long time ago. I would call and say, I know for a fact these guys need 10 days to get this. I don't think anybody does that anymore, do they?
3: Not really. We had a problem in July of this year when Nation Star changed its name to Mr. Cooper. Oh, yeah. No. and they their records weren't updated so they couldn't issue any po- payoffs i had a closing postponed for i think 2 weeks and wasn't mm. anything anyone could have foreseen, foreseen or seen seen anything about that it that they yeah. changed their name and then updated all the records and they don't have this record and, and so mm. you know it crazy things like that can happen but mm. not very often no
2: wait I'll, I'll let us jump in for me Mm -hmm. Maybe just just building on uh, one of your points when you talk about you being um, wanting to be um, known for asking for a a copy of the commitment Um, when we're working with let's say more sophisticated experienced uh, uh, he's talking about us agents it it, it does help to share Mm. because those people yourself you're asking for that because you're viewing this as a team approach
3: right and you know and what you're looking
2: at you do have you know more inside knowledge about the history of the property and the individuals than we do we're going off public records right we're, we're okay. no better than the four corners of the document that we have in front of us so if I can share that with you or Tricia can have a, a, an open dialogue with you you're both gonna have a better experience because you are going to help each other mm-hmm. right. Okay? right it's all about getting it done right but if you don't really understand your what the document says and you don't understand your role as being a teammate,
0: mm-hmm. it
2: can get it can get very difficult. Now it's challenging. We have a pointing at something.
0: Piece of art we have we a piece of art in the office here and it says another closing and it's a it, what kind of mm-hmm. a boat is that? It's a crewing yes. boat. I don't know what they're called. Uh, and it's got a bunch of people with paddles and they're all supposed to work together between the buyer's agent and the seller's <laughs> agent and the appraiser cool. and the attorney and uh, the lender and the surveyor. And okay. and there's a, another closing, so. ready? And then everybody starts beating themselves over the head with a paddle.
2: Right, right. And then well, it says
0: at the end, okay, new date, new closing date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been That's really what we scheduled. don't want. We don't want that.
2: <laughs> well. well, and that, that is the goal for us too. We, we want to set a date and get it done on time Mm -hmm. and the more teammates we can enlist and the more people that recognize that we're a teammate Mm -hmm. the the better Mm -hmm. these tend to go that's right because Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy to see the communication get you know uh,
1: well you don't want to i I, i'm sure you get blamed for stuff sometimes when it's nothing I mean, I I can think of deals where (laughs) I had a client buy a a duplex that had a shared driveway, and all of a sudden we're scrambling to get paperwork from the owner, neighboring owner, out of state about this. Yes, things like that that I now know through that experience to look for when I'm at the property Mm -hmm. and then maybe mention it. Hey, guys, here's what I'm concerned about with this purchase agreement. There's a hinky driveway or there's an easement. I've had clients sell land that's landlocked, but they have an easement. I want to make sure that that says Mm -hmm. what it should say Mm -hmm. so that the next buyer can actually access the property when they get there. (laughs) Do you want a helicopter? Then you can buy those. Yes.
0: (laughs) He's a person-sized drone. I did have
1: a client who wanted me to sell land that was landlocked and... I would first suggest calling everybody around them. Well, it was, <laughs> I can't remember all the details, but it was pain in the well, neck. And, so.
2: and, and this gets to another area that I would like to throw out to you. Sure. To, to, to your point about you being on site and seeing or spotting some issues, mm-hmm. okay? So to some degree, if you're there and you see this shared driveway, you can see the future a bit and know that, mm-hmm. okay, there's there's it's gonna be gonna some gonna additional be documentation. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, On one hand, you may walk up there uh, as the buyer, okay, and spot this problem. But to the extent that you're taking a listing, what I try to encourage with our good teammates is when you get a listing, at or before the time you take that listing, call us, Mm
0: -hmm. okay? Good idea. So
2: that we can help you, we can spot any issues with the title before you ever sign that purchase agreement later.
3: Who's actually in title? So we right. let's <laughs> right. verify exactly, that yeah. the person
2: that you send the listing agreement mm-hmm. does have good title. Mm-hmm. If there are any, you know, quirky things that have to be fixed, let's fix them on the front end so right. that when you sign that purchase agreement, you're not, not everything's under the gun now. Because you might think you're you know, doing a, you're everybody a favor by saying, hey, let's have a quick close. We, you know, we, right. we're ready to go. It's a cash buyer and we can close this in 10 days. Well, then we order the title work. We find issues. Yeah. Well, geez, this is going to take, you know, this is 30, 40 days. Right. Okay? If only we had known we could have started on this beforehand.
0: Right. Right. That's a really good point. Well, there's...
2: So it's, again, that's that's experienced talking. That's an experienced listing agent who's got a good relationship with their title partner.
1: Well, I like to ask questions because I think... There's some liability in our end if we take a listing and we try to close and there's a problem and let's say you can't close. Now I've got seller mad and I got buyers who've potentially spent a lot of money already yep. and can't buy the house like they need yeah,
2: to. Yeah, everybody loses. So. But it's your
1: fault. <laughs>
0: oh, it's always oh, <laughs> your fault. <laughs> I get it all the time. Well, I would love to um, have you come back and visit us. Uh, in the near future, um, thank you for sharing your information on um, what you do. We're out of time. <laughs> we will have you back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's gone by quickly. <laughs>
0: So Ron Walsh with Entitle around. and Trisha George. <laughs> uh, your website is EntitleMN.com. And Trisha, your cell phone, um, which is the number that works best for you, mm-hmm. is 612-229-5984. I'm Lisa Atkinson.
1: And I'm Maureen McCary.
0: With Investors Realty MN.